0: Welcome back to the Talking Wolves podcast. I'm your host, Matt Cooper, and today all four of us are back. Finn is um, delighted to say that he's, he's joined us once. <laughs> That's off... not what he said before. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> <laughs> been off gallivanting. I'll come straight to you. Finn, how have you been, mate? How was your Christmas?
1: Yeah, all good, thank you. Been uh, here, there, and everywhere. I think during the recording of the last one, I was um, watching the menu in the cinema. So it's, I've been here, there, and everywhere. Very good film, by the way, if anyone wants to check
0: it out. Um, but yeah, all good, thank you. How, how have you all been? Yeah, I'm um, not 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 too bad, not too bad. It's been it's been steady. Um glad glad the football's back, but you know, mm. still a lot to a uh, lot to improve on. Dave, how have you been, mate?
2: Yeah, well, good, thank you. Yeah, yeah, keeping well. Um, just enjoying my time off work until I'm back in a few days. But yeah, looking after myself.
0: Any more improvements on the house or
2: no, jackal, mate, jackal. <laughs> <laughs> Provisional day of twenty twenty six is still. Full go ahead.
0: You'd have paid your mortgage. I've got a time to move like. in. 25 yearly <laughs> term. <laughs> George, mate, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. All good, thank you. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. Um, we've got a lot to talk about this week. We're having a look back at the United game. We'll be previewing the Villa game, um, giving a little bit of a nod to the Liverpool game on Saturday, too. Uh, this segment wasn't going to be in until the last five minutes. We are going to talk about the, the breaking news of Mateus. Nunez's supposed, already confirmed transfer to Liverpool, which is absolutely barmy. And of course, we'll take hmm. some of your questions. But Dave, let's start with the United game on Saturday. What were your thoughts coming into it? Do you think, uh, you, think do you think you know is it a potentially winnable tie, when you get a point from, or were you expecting Walser roll over and have the belly tickled?
2: No, I knew I knew it would be more competitive. You know, I think ever since we've been back in the Premier League, we've given United a good game, haven't we? You know, we've won, we've beaten them a number of times. Um, you know, we've given them a really close and good game uh, twice last season as well. So I knew it was good. A little bit worried um, because they'd come off the back of you know a really impressive win against Forest. So I knew they'd be you know decent and up for it. But I suppose you know when the team news came out and Rashford was on the bench. Um, I thought, hold on, we might have a have a chance here because he's been fantastic for them recently. Obviously, no Ronaldo as well, so I think without Rashford, they were lacking that little bit of firepower. But yeah, I was quietly—I I didn't think we were going to go and, and smash United, but I was quietly confident we could go and get something out of the game.
0: Yeah, I, I thought that thing. I thought that maybe not like coming into the game, I said something before. I went, "I feel like we might have an upset here. I feel like we could maybe nick it." But how did how did how did you feel coming into it? yeah looking at the teams
1: i think we both looked weak like i, I was that wasn't my favorite starting uh, 11 for wolves but also with them martial i had in my my fantasy team i watched the game against us and he's straight out my god looked horrendous um he gave me a goal the other week so thanks for the six points but it's time to go now and he's he looked yeah looked poor i think rashford really changed things um when he came on because gone actually I didn't do much um so, yeah, I, w- I was feeling positive looking at that team before. It sort of played out as well. But, again, I think we've said all season we don't look like we've got someone that can score a goal. But we're not even getting someone to get in the position to even attempt to score a goal. So, it is worrying on that front. But, yeah, I think we we more than more than match them everywhere else on the pitch.
0: Yeah, George, it was a big boost to see Rashford out of the um, the, the starting eleven, there. But he was always there on the bench. How did you see the game, mate? It's, it's that cutting edge again, isn't it?
3: Yeah, it's, it's fine margins. I thought we played quite well in the game. I know people have been moaning about certain aspects of of the team and and periods of the play, but I thought we I thought we did quite well in um, that first half, especially. I thought we matched them in a lot of areas, and yeah, you know they've got one of the, if not the informed player in world football coming off the bench after he missed his alarm clock, um, and he made a big difference, didn't he? Like he was the difference in the end, and you know that that that's the thing is that we haven't got anyone. On the pitch or to come off the bench, would come on and change the game like Rashford did, and he, he he changed the game. There's no two ways about it. That's what good players do.
0: Well, Finn was about to sit out after the podcast next week because he, he was 10 minutes late to our recording. I think he uh, did set his alarm clock properly. So <laughs> 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 if, if Finn drops in halfway for the next podcast or, or someone's sucking him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then then you know why. First half, Dave. We, we rode our luck a little bit, didn't we? But we, we, still, had, we, we still had a couple of chances. But that Samedo that booking, I'm not sure that's a booking. And I know a lot of people have said, like, the referee was shocking, which I don't think he had a good game. But it's not really an excuse. But they're the sort of decisions that, you know, Casemiro did exactly the same. we didn't get a booking, didn't they?
2: Yeah, and I think I try not to blame the referees as much now on whether it be the podcasts or the reviews, because I was I was getting people you know complaining in the comments saying why why are we using the referees as an excuse? You know, it's not always the referees' fault, but at the same time, with situations like that, it's just a consistency. You're right, I think. Some referees would have given the Samiha one as a booking. Okay, fair enough. But then you've got to do the exact same thing when Casemiro or whoever mm. does does it the two or three times after as well. So I think he was a lot stricter on walls in regards to situations like that. But I don't. He just lacked consistency. The referee he was giving very soft fouls for some things, and then there was one or two second half of walls when we break breaking through that you know he, he let play run on. Um, I thought Kilman uh, had a, a had a run. Uh, forward yeah. and he was fouled, and I think Nunez had one or two instances where he, he should have been uh, given a free kick as well. So I think it was just a lack of consistency, really, from the referee. And I know you said uh, sort of the the Samado situation as well. I'm sure we'll come on to the back pass as well because I yeah. thought Samado an okay game apart from that. But I think pretty much ninety percent of the stadium would have put their house on Garnacho to put that past Jose Saar But since Christmas, obviously saar has been fantastic.
0: Yeah, maybe the article that came out of the Express and Star maybe isn't true, and it's been used as a vehicle as a rocket up Jose's ass to try and <laughs> yeah. explore, inspire a bit of <laughs> form into him. But yeah, that that tomato back pass thing—it's you know—and I said on the the fans react tomato for me looked a lot better, barring that lapse in concentration concentration. But it seems to happen every single game. He's a he's a you know he's a he's a seasoned professional now. What is he twenty nine? Like he's got so many appearances under his belt, it's just not acceptable, is it?
1: No, yeah, he's looking a little bit more at home um in the Lopetegui system as these games go on, but has been shocking. I think I appreciate his performance more once Johnny came on. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> it was sort of like you're used to having, like Samedo on the halfway line, Johnny was about 40 yards behind when they're trying to make that pass. So I appreciate it more, but it was a bang average game from him, but that's improvement. Um So I didn't mind it at all. But yeah, the, the back pass, he's always had something like that in him. Um, again, I didn't think it was a yellow card. So I think he did well in that early uh, the situation with the early booking. I think he's done okay there, but he's always got something like that. What ten times a season? But saw, so, yeah, as you say, unbelievable save. So um, so lucky with that one. And but what minute was that? Was it what like thirtieth? The back pass, fortieth? Roughly, I I'd say. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Assuming. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I'd rather successful. have conceded
1: then. To be fair, more chance to get one back. But I mean, yeah, we can't control.
0: Did, it, did anyone so. think that first half lasted about four days? I, I said the same. It's yeah, like 20 yeah. minutes ago. I so said this is the longest first. I life I looked, like... Yeah, I looked up at the clock and I went to Robert I think the scoreboard's fucked. He went, well, I think not <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. And then you got it to like really slow. 28 minutes. I'm like, I am so like, what is going on here? Like too many, too many pork pies over Christmas, I think. It's putting me into a comatose state. But I I, I thought that we, we we did match them. They had the, the the lion's share of the chances, but then George on comes the, uh, the the impact sub in Rashford. And like you said, he's one of the most informed players in, in the in the league at the minute. And it it changed the game somewhat, but I feel like the introduction maybe to, of Johnny maybe changed it a little bit more so than just Rashford Con, because I thought Samado dealt with him quite well.
3: Yeah, I think it's really sad to see Johnny um, the way he is. Like he's had two ACLs and I talked about this in the pub before the game, a few of my mates and, Thing is, elite sport, fine margins make a big difference. And when you have two ACLs, either knee, like if even if you're not half a yard slower, like it's just Mm. such a big difference at that top level. And I feel sorry for Johnny. He just he was one of our most consistent players, one of the best signings we had in the Foden era, pound for pound, I I would say, arguably. And now he's you know I used to fancy him every no matter who we come against. Years gone by. You'd you be like you fancy like you fancy him like, you fancy him to do a job against someone. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean? Like, you know some, keep 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 all these like you know elite players and elite wingers yeah. quiet, and then the first game of this season, I remember we Fulham own like Cabano gave him the absolute run around. I thought yeah, he skinned him. He never, I was like he's never. I've never seen Johnny like that before. And you know what? It was a sign of things to come because he's been he's been woeful, um, yeah. and I feel sorry for him. I really do.
0: Yeah, because like one on one, he used to be outrageous. Like no one would ever get past him. And I remember Dave, you were there when we were at the Emirates last season, and they brought him on after like a massive layout. Oh my god! Oh yeah. my god! I felt honestly, if it was a race, also probably would have put him down there. And then he was like he was <laughs> running in concrete, and you you feel for him because like it's obviously through no fault of trying. And again, that was a that was the same on on. on I want to say Saturday was it Saturday? I can't even remember. Thirty first yesterday. Yeah, yes, no, it's it's a, it's a real shame because, like you said, Jordy's been, you know, in, in large parts, absolutely immense for Wolves. Um, but unfortunately, Dave, those fine margin, like Jordy said, have, have cost us. It's a, it's another goal that we have conceded coming down the right hand side, and it's. I mean, when you think about it, I know they zip the ball around quite quickly, but it's just a simple give and go.
3: Yeah,
2: but I think we should have been. It was, it was two or three people you could put, again point the finger at. Uh, I think Johnny and Collins have probably got to do better yeah. dealing with it. I think Totty as well. Um, someone had pointed out, but I've not. I think I've watched the goal back once, so I can't quite remember exactly how it happened. But it did seem a little bit too easy for Rashford to to burst into the area, and I think as soon as. As soon as he gets the right side of Johnny, um, he's going to put it past Jose Sarr as well. Um, you know, mm. when, when you're bringing Johnny on, like Jordan said, he's going to, you know, somebody that's, you know, I don't know if he's struggling physically, but obviously not as quick uh, as he used to be, um, not as quality as he used to be against Rashford, who's, you know, on the top of the world right now. Coming on at forty fifth minute, fresh legs. You know, I think there's always going to be one winner there. So, yeah, I was disappointed to concede that, but you know, at Molyneux, it always seems to be down that down that North Bank side as well. I always seem to see a goal coming down that right hand side. It's exactly yeah. where
3: I
0: sit as well. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It always happens. <laughs> but it, it's a shame about Johnny. But I think you know, if there was if was a sellable asset this January, I think it's him. Unfortunately. I don't think he offers enough, if anything, going forward anymore. No. Defensively, physically, he's not the player that we, we once had two or three years ago. So I don't I, I don't know what value you would put on him, but I don't see him being a long-term part of this World Project anymore. It, it raises a question <laughs> as well. Who wants him? Because
0: who's going to want to sign a player on good money who's ruptured two cruciate ligaments in different knees, um, who hasn't been in great form ever since... Coming back, real. I know he had a bit of a purple patch in uh, last season. Um, but who, who's going to want to buy him? He, maybe he goes back to Spain because uh, when he played at Celta Vigo, I think he played on the right of the back three, um, mm. where he's a little bit less exposed. But I think that's probably the only viable option, really. I don't think how old how old is he now? Is he is he is he? I don't think he's is he uh, edging towards thirty. He's 28, twenty eight. Twenty eight. Yeah. So you know, he's still. He,
2: Still, 28, he's mate.
0: Feet. That's yeah, younger than I thought
2: he'd be, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, does look yeah, about yeah.
0: 44. Well, yeah. um, <laughs> it's a shame. It's a shame. But Wolves did have a chance right at the death, Finn. Your mate, Raul Jimenez. Do you think he should have done better with that? I'd, I'd already left the ground board and had seen enough. I know that comes across as <laughs> fickle and plastic. Think, but... Was it the one off the corner? I can't
1: remember. Yeah, yeah corner, it's, yeah. It's, it's probably,
0: probably the best chance we had, really. I know Costa had one in the first half, but he was, you know... it. I in the ground, it looked like a better chance than it did on the telly, I must admit, but yeah, <laughs>
1: the, him and his header. Yeah, for, well, from my view, to be fair, I could only, I could see it from far away, so maybe it was better than that, because I haven't watched the highlights back, so maybe it's better than I appreciated him. I mean, it was the first time he was actually in the box for one, which is an improvement. I thought every time Adama was getting wide, he was almost trying to support him like a fullback as I was like, mate, get in the box. So, yeah. at least he's gone up for a header and he's actually getting in there, but... Um Yeah, maybe I, I haven't appreciated if that was a bit of a sitter. Um I, Were you in the South Bank, Dave? Did you see it? did a worse.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, it was a good chance. I think, you know, perfect, you know, good delivery, perfect header by Raoul Bar. You know, it went straight at De Gea. I think either side of De Gea and that's, you know, <laughs> it, no, it was a good, it was good power. Uh, you know, it's, it's unlucky. But I think even with, um when Adama came on as well, I think Adama was, was brilliant coming on, on, on the pitch, but... The one thing was missing that he had absolutely nobody to aim the passes or the crosses at. Now, I probably would have brought a Dharma on for someone like Huang or yeah. or Pedence and, and kept Costa on for a little bit just so you had the right, you know, somebody there to aim at. Um, if... I know George, you put a message in our chat as well about Costa saying um I don't know what <laughs> pub it was, was it Dog and Duck or, or the Dog else? and Duck,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he would have get a
2: game for the dog and duck. But I think like his overall play. You know, ignoring the finishing, which is obviously the most important bit, but his overall plays, hold up play, positioning is all right. But whenever he gets that half a chance, he just scuffs it. Palace was a good one. You remember right at the start of the Palace yeah, game, yeah, yeah. created mm. himself a brilliant chance and, and fluffed it. United, he got himself in a good position, but it was almost as if he just, you know, didn't even get any power behind the shot. But I would have been interested to see if he came on just for 10 minutes, stayed on for, for 10 minutes with Adama. Looking quite sharp, what it would have been like, or even bringing Jimenez mm. on a tad earlier, because I think you, I think Jimenez came on a bit too late. Do
0: you know what it reminds me of? I don't know if it, if it applies to you or whether you're as unfit as I am. You know, when you play like seven aside, and like you have a lung busting run, and like you go past one and go past two, and you threw on goal, but you might have to check inside. You're that knackered, and you're like yeah. oh,
2: swing a leg, it almost fall over the ball. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. He's like uh,
0: I've literally got nothing left to give, and I'm just going to swing a leg. At it. That's what it's like. It's like a, it always seems a tired finish, but. You'd think though, wouldn't you, that it'd be the opposite, where his hold-up play may not be as good, but like his finishing would still be there. Yeah. But I don't know. I think Dog and Ducks a little bit uh, disrespectful, Jordan. I think he, I think he's shown more than that. I think he's played better than Jimenez whenever he's, whenever he started. But I don't know if anyone's seen. us. A, f- a few rumours on Twitter doing the rounds, and I didn't see because it I it wasn't in the ground. That as soon as full time whistle was blown, Jimenez was having a, to do with the coaching staff. I, th- I don't know how true that is.
2: I saw that as well. I don't. I don't know how true that no. is, either,
0: if I'm honest. No. It's really hard to. Well, um, it's it's just an assumption, isn't it? It might be. They might not be even having it to do. They might be just be trying to discuss the game. Or, but it's it's you know, mm. if you look at things, and it can be seen as something else. But one player who I thought had a better game, and it was it was poor for the goal though. Jordan, I'll come to you because he's he's your boy. Was Nathan Collins? I thought I thought he was much much improved on previous displays, Still not there, but. Um, looked a, a, a bit sturdier,
3: loads better, loads better. And I feel loads like better, of course. Yeah, best, best defensive loads. performance
0: I've ever seen at Molyneux. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: after, after Gary Breen, the best Irish <laughs> defender ever. <laughs> um, no, I thought he played really well, and even for the goal, I know people are saying he's culpable for, football, well, partly culpable for the goal. But Johnny's lost the ball, and Johnny's got skinned, and. Rashford's running it in the box to him. Like he can't make a he can't really make a challenge at that point, you know. In my opinion, but enough for that. First half, like I say, really good. Probably his best forty-five minutes in a Wolves shirt. And second half, thought he played well. And you know, the thing for me is, we all give it. People give stick. People put opinions out on social media, but people aren't quick enough to say, actually, you know what, he played well today. Like, people have been saying how shitty he is. I've, I've barely seen anyone go, you know what? Fantastic today. or Played well today. And that's the thing that annoys me. Like, I had a few choice words about Hwang earlier in the season, which we can't really repeat. And I think they were bleeped. But <laughs> yeah, I can open ones. out my hand. But yeah, they definitely were bleeped. But I can say I think he's been good since he's come back from the World Cup. I even thought he played quite well against United first half. I don't think he's a, a centre forward. And I think he minimised and limited him when he did move centrally. But... That's my only thing. Is people can criticize, and that's fine. But if you're going to criticize someone when they have a good game, I think you've got to be quick enough to praise them as well. That's my only thing.
2: <laughs> Dave, do you think we got what we deserved from the game, or do you think we deserve the point? I think obviously overall, probably United just about edged it. But I think a lot of people came out thinking we deserved the point because, for our standards, it was a lot, lot better. The overall performance was a lot, lot better. Um, I think, I think we, you know, we controlled. The game fairly well, you know. We restricted United fairly well. Um, but Yeah, we just still la- we just didn't test the hair enough, you know. Bar that, Bar Costa's scuffed effort and Jimenez's header at the end of the game. I can't remember when else we, we and, and Nevers' free kick to be fair. Oh, I can't remember when was. we. Yeah, you know, clearly tested the higher. So that's that's got to change. That's something Lopetegui's really got to work on.
0: Yeah, I agree, mate. I agree, but it's it, it it's a much more of an improvement for what we've seen, but it's still. For me, it feels like a million miles away, but hopefully you can um, hopefully you can sort that out. Just a quick shout out to those who played the Bet Mate Pot. Um so hot shot hot shot and pot won 114 pounds and 30 pence placing first, and then three others came second, joint second, winning 48 pounds each. So not too bad. Now then chaps, Wednesday night under the lights at a Villa Park, Wolverhampton Wanderers versus Aston Villa, or the other way around, depending on how you
2: look at it. Dave. Is he, is this a derby for you? <laughs> it's a Midlands derby. You know, there's no denying <laughs> that. I, I I don't see it as you know, I don't hate many teams to be fair. I don't even hmm. you know, I've got good friends that are Albion fans and and so on, you know. But you know, out of the Premier League, this is the team that I probably want to beat beat the most because they are they are a local team. But um I don't know. Villa fans are like are adamant, you know. This isn't a derby, but I know for a fact, as soon as the fixture list comes out, this is the first fixture they look for. So I'm not bothered. I think anyone in and around Birmingham, Warsaw, Wolverhampton, it should be classed as a derby. So,
0: I think it's become
2: more apparent over the last few years when we've been sort of Mm -hmm. headed, you know, neck and neck with them, really.
0: Yeah, I said this earlier. It's, it's, you know, we've been almost fighting for the same spots over the last six or seven years. So that's probably why, Jordan. I know you've probably got some thoughts on it, haven't you?
3: On the same, really. I, I didn't have a problem with them until the last sort of seven, eight years. And then they've tried to make this rivalry as we've been going up, and well, we're in the same leagues and stuff. And yeah. they're in, they are insufferable, aren't they? <laughs> like the fucking 1982 <laughs> song. And, oh, you know, yeah. every time you go to Villa Park, every time you go to Villa Park, they sing, go, oh, you, you know, about, I can't remember what the song is, but um, University, you know, European champions and all this sort of shit. And it's like, after after people in the stadium were never born. You know, after yeah, I've never we, even been on a Ryanair flight. Yeah, but if we, <laughs> if
0: we if we've won a European Cup, are you saying that you wouldn't think about it?
3: <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying to be honest with you, like yes, I want to beat them, and it's more so that this, this social media rivalry that's been going on for mm. the last sort of seven eight years, like. I've never really minded Villa growing up. Albion, like Dave said, a lot of I've got a lot of good mates who are Albion fans. So yeah. I, I, I don't like them, but I dread playing them. It's blues yeah. or I hate, because I've got no affinity to them. They're scruffy bastards. <laughs> and the grounds are shit on. Yeah, but brownies. yeah, that, it's, there you go. Like blues I hate, but I don't necessarily hate Villa. I just hate all this you obnoxious, to... yeah, yeah, obnoxious, oh, yeah, yeah. we're a big <laughs> club. No, you're not. you shit. Then yeah, I think it, it,
0: it's it, 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 it's more of a case of we're not rivals if we lose, but if we win, then we're, we're rivals.
1: Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think it it, all, it started more with that um, when they battered us. The uh, what was it? We're coming for you, Nuno. All of that. That's six points. That's
0: that's six points on them, Mister Nuno. <laughs> <laughs> that's the,
2: the, I one. Mean, the mind yeah. the mind the gap from our fan base probably didn't help matters. Yeah. to be fair. So no. and, I, well, I, and I, after that I hope we don't like our
1: report. They reported Mend it was about Mendes, and then signed one of his keepers, and like they tried to get involved. It was all that. Uh, sort of Steve when Bruce as well, saying like,
0: like, like uh, yeah, "Let's see, they do an to Winter's Night in October." <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't, I don't think we lost <laughs> the game. <laughs> How the bacon yeah. Did you see? <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, it, uh, it's def- for me, it's definitely a rival. I live in Birmingham anyway, yeah. but it's uh, it, it's nowhere near the, the hatred I've got for um, for West Bromwich Albion, but. Dave, coming into this game, they're off the back of a fantastic win at Spurs. How do you, how do you see this one going? Would you, would
2: you take a point now? I'd Probably take a point, but I think ideally we need all three. Especially, you know, the Christmas fixtures went our way like the results, but the New Year ones definitely didn't. Um, so we could do we could do with a win. Um, I watched their game against Spurs, and I do not you know, Spurs haven't been great. Spurs recently, are crap, but yeah. Uh, but Villa just took their took their chances, mm. really. Um, I saw a few fans, um, Arsenal fans in particular, sort of almost laughing at Emery in terms of tactically what he did. Um, I think, they, was it 1-0 up or is it still 0-0 nil, nil and they made a defensive change? Um, and Arsenal fans were saying that's what he did all the time at Arsenal and it used to cost him a lot. Obviously, it didn't this time round, but it'll be interesting to see Tactically, what he does throughout the game against Lopetegui, who you know his tactical um, change worked for us against Everton. Um, but yeah, it, it's going to be a tough game. But I think they've got injury issues. I think you know John begins a doubt because he pulled up against Spurs. Douglas Louise took, took a whack against Spurs as well. Um, so it'll be it'll be really interesting. But we've got a great record at Villa Park. I think we've lost one out of six. I think there. So you know we've got a really decent record there
0: yeah and uh I, I think um i mean Emery's a fantastic manager i think and obviously mm-hmm. both both our managers are spanish i, I, I think they brought session on didn't they spurs and, I, and then i think he brought matty cash on to, yeah yeah um, that was it yeah yeah um so i'm just looking at some news now from ashley pre-susie birmingham birmingham live correspondent it says john mcgin worried after sustaining hamstring injury but um hopefully hopefully he's out because he's he's a, he's a big player for them but Finn, how how do you how do you approach this game if you're Julian Lopetegui? Um,
1: I, you know what? I didn't watch a second of the um, Villa Spurs game, so I don't even know what they look like. I saw a lot of the Liverpool game with Watkins missing a handful of chances, so wouldn't be too worried about him. And let's enjoy that when that's clipped up when he's when he bags a few on Wednesday. But <laughs> not too worried about him. Um, I think more of the same. I'd just make changes with our front three probably. Um, I think Cunha comes straight in for me. Uh, there was a ball in the uh, um, Man United game where Neves played a beautiful ball through to what would be a mobile striker. It. It, it a bit, yeah, no, it was yeah, um, the one through to Costa, and he had to turn. Whereas, like, I thought if yeah. Cunha was there, we're in, we're in on goal for once. So, I think a more mobile striker would been crying out for, um, and probably Adama. Um, so, I would just make changes up front. I don't know what I'd personalize to them. Almost, i probably not in the best position to to do that. But yeah, just changes to the yeah. front three, and I, I'm thinking we can get at least a point. Do you
0: think that space was there to run in behind there because it was Costa? That's probably a, yeah. yeah and that's probably why the a, lad, a yeah. higher line, yeah. Cause I know that yeah. Lopetegui said that's where he brought a diamond because of the space in behind. And yeah. I can see from the north bank, but I don't know whether United sat back a little bit more or squoze up. I don't know. I couldn't see. Um but what about you, George? What are you expecting from this game? Do you think do you think we could go there and win? I
3: think we can go there and win because I don't think I don't think there's a and again, maybe this is very fickle. I don't mean, think there's a lot between the teams, like genuinely. Um, I know I know they're in better form than us and, you know, we've been crap for half a season. We all know that. But hmm. I do feel under Lopetegui, it's like a fresh slate for us. And I think Cunha potentially coming in is a big thing. I think he might come in off the bench, so rather than starting the game, mm. I feel like against Villa with Mings, with Conza, they're quite physical. I think he'll go with Costa again, um, which I'm not against because... You know, I think he'll end up him and Mings will probably end up having a fight about 30 minutes into the game and we'll shout Diego, 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 and he'll he be doing his job for the evening. Mm. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, no, I think it's a winnable game. I really do. I'd like to see Adama start myself. Um, I'd like to see Huang giving another go as well. Cause I think that with Costa being static, you almost need two runners to go in, you know, infield. field and, and I feel yeah. like Quang gives you more legs and pedents and the as well, and that's why I like to see just from the start, really. Um, and it'd be interesting to see what he does with Matinho. He's played two games in what four days. It might be a game for a uh, booby in and give it a don't go as one. well.
0: What do you reckon, Dave? Because I was I was going to suggest it be a game for Booby Card but it doesn't seem that. He, I don't know. Does he? Does he? Does he fancy? Because I'd have bought him on at the other
2: weekend. Yeah, it's strange that he didn't yeah. even get you know ten fifteen it wasn't even, minutes. Yeah, it wasn't really warm either. No, uh, yeah. um, I thought Matuidi. I thought it's worth had a really decent game against United. I thought you know I was just watching him every now and then. I thought his work rate off the ball was for someone of his age is phenomenal, and it's really interesting to see the sort of role Lopetegui's got him in at the moment because it's almost like. a a number 10 and he's pressing as high as Costa is at times. Like you look Mm -hmm. at the average positions, he's pretty much level, you know, Costa's just slightly ahead of him. Um, So we would be really interested to see, you know, long-term what that role becomes. If we bring in anybody to sort of play that role this year, um, this month, maybe someone like Isco playing slightly further forward or someone, you know, that ilk, or even Boubacar play there, because I think, you know, during the little friendlies we had before the season, kicked back off. That's where he, he played Traore. Um, again, I think I mentioned it on the last part. I'd love to see Boubacar, Neves and, and Nunes. You know, Nunes was better against Manchester United as well. I think that, that midfield three would, you know, be in terms of well how well balanced, you know, I think that would be our best midfield three. I think cunha has got to come straight into the front three. Uh, but I do agree with George's points in regards to, you know, I think we still need a proper focal point. Whether Cunha is that man, I don't know. But maybe Adama, Cunha, and, and, and Diego as the front three to start. Uh, I think you're
0: playing as a number nine. I really do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not against, you know, I'm not against anything. I, I think, but I think you've got to put him in. I think you've got to put a fresh face in there.
0: I agree. I agree. Um, so we're we all in agreement that Cunha starts. I don't think he will, but. I think he will. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, don't, I don't know whether he will, but I'd like him to. I don't know. Yeah. yeah I'd they I'd could also like do that, They could also do that thing in that first friendly um, in the winter break where they sort of played Costa slightly on the left where in the hole and then a, it was almost like Adama and Costa as a two if they played Cunha in that Costa role, I don't know. Just yeah. do, do a goal.
0: We'll see. We'll see. I mean, the lineup against Everton absolutely stunk and we won, we yeah. won the game. So, yeah. you know... We uh, as football fans, though, we think the game's lost at the uh, the announcement of the lineups, don't we? We always, we always see fume, but mm. shows how much we know. Right then, lads, moving on to the BetMate pot. So this Wednesday, it's a double-header. So it's uh, Villa Wolves and Palace Spurs, and it's three pound in to win a share of four hundred and fifty pound. Also, if you sign up using our link in the description down below using code TW10, if you're a new customer, you'll receive £10 rather than £5 in free bets once you've played your first paid pot. So, Dave, I'm going to come to you, mate. Um, Can you talk us through your teams and and why you've selected a couple of individuals?
2: Yeah, I've gone with... um... A mix mainly of Spurs and Wolves, but I've got a bit, a bit of Villa in there as well. So I've got Hugo Lloris and goal. I think all those Spurs haven't been great recently. I still back them um, to get a clean sheet against uh, Palace uh, with Perisic, who I thought played, you know, played. he's down as a defender, i will bet, mate, but we played a lot further forward for Spurs as well. So I think the chance of him getting that assist or goal is a lot better. we have going with Nathan Collins at the back for Wolves. Um, I think, you know, he had a good performance against United. Uh, so I've, I've put him in there. Um, Douglas Luiz in the midfield alongside Neves like I said I thought Luiz was fantastic against Spurs Uh, so if he's fit I think you know just in terms of interceptions and tackles I think he's going to be up there Um, and then my front two now I've gone with Diego Costa but only because um, uh, what's his name Mateus uh, Cunha isn't on the game yet so I would go with Cunha in there ahead of Costa uh, with Harry Kane next to him Um, Mm. so yeah I think Kane just speaks for itself you know probably an average of a goal every other game, isn't he, really, in the league? So I'll go with Harry Kane. Yeah.
0: If those those out there who are wanting to let Cunha, he will be on the game by Wednesday. And the beauty of BetMate mate is you can change your team up until five minutes before kickoff as well. So of course once the lineups are announced and you see that oh, RP team isn't playing like I did at the United game, <laughs> you can change it. George, talk me through yours mate.
3: Yeah, I've uh, I've gone heavy on Spurs even though they're absolutely terrible. And I've, I feel like insanity is taking in with Nunes and Nevers' combo again. Um, but so, run through my team is Hugo releasing goal, uh, Perisic and Matt Doherty uh, as the defenders. Got Nunes as captain, Nevers as vice captain. I feel like they complement each other very well. And on this game, I think Nunes is back. going to score for us soon, hasn't he? I just feel like there's something going to happen. Yeah. We're going to have a match moment out of him. Um, I've gone Adama Troy all right and I've gone Son as well from Spurs I've avoided Kane um, simply because I want to be a bit different and I feel that Son has been really really quiet for Spurs and South Korea actually in the World Cup as well and you just feel Mm. like he's about to take off Um, something's going to happen with him something's going to happen with Spurs so I feel like doubling down on the Spurs and uh, Spurs and Wolves picks is the way to go for this week
1: Definitely, I think if, um, if you put your two teams together, you basically got mine now. I've got Larise perisic and I've got Samedo, Douglas Louise, Nunes Captain, Adama Trey or H May James Tacuna, and Harry Kane. So uh a real mix out. And obviously what you guys said about Douglas Louise, I didn't know that either, so we might have to come out as well.
2: Yeah. yeah. Definitely George, want to keep our eye on. I think there's loads with these fixtures. There's going to be players, yeah. especially like if you're in pots with Man City and stuff like that. There's going to be so many players the pep tax, <laughs> you know, ch- chopping and changing. It's all bad enough with FPL at the minute. So. Mm. George, you had, did you have a win on Betmate this week?
3: Yeah, I won um, yesterday. I won £191.50, I think. Oh, uh, you smash uh, it, man. Yeah. Uh, so on the Forest Chelsea game, I had Raheem Sterling, the greatest winger England's ever seen as captain. <laughs> And uh, I told you he was going to hit all these goal contributions before the start of the season. And uh, that's another wonderful talent. <laughs> um, so, no, no, Raheem Sterling, captain. No one else picked him. And that's the difference with Betmate. If you pick someone slightly left field and the, and they come up with the goods, you uh, end up quite high on the leaderboard. So, yeah, happy with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're you, you out of us four are the ones who get get the biggest winners. You've always seem to get a winner each week, and we had a lot of uh, a lot of joy in the World Cup. But hopefully, this team that I'm about to read out is is finding the top <laughs> echelons of the leaderboard. I highly doubt it. Um, so I've gone with Jose Sarr in goal because he's in inspired form. I've gone with Matty Cash and Mark Gahey at the back. Now I've gone with Douglas Louise in the middle as captain. I know he might, as you say, he's not might not be fit. Yeah, there's a
2: doubt. He's a doubt.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously that can change once a lineup comes out, but I think he's done really well for the, this season. He's a bit of a all action, can can score, can tackle, thinking of those interceptions and maybe assists. I've then gone with Neves alongside because I feel like there's a goal coming, whether it's from the spot or um, whether, whether it's outside the box. I, I just feel like he, he might get on the score sheet. Then up top, I've gone with Will Sahar and Ollie Watkins, vice captain. I just think that Watkins' pace against. Ah, back to uh, him stretching and running and beyond. I think it might cause us a, a world of problems if he starts. But this is subject to change as well. because. You know Avoided spurs there yeah, then? No spurs. Ooh, no spurs players. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 Yeah, I, I just think that they're on a holding to nothing at
3: the minute.
2: Um, I think he'll go bit. soon, Conte.
3: Yeah, you know, he says he's doing exactly what he did at Chelsea. And he's almost like talking himself in the media out of a job. He's just mm. like, yeah. you can tell he wants the sack. So He, he had that little works.
2: spell, you remember? They lost the game and then he was like... Burnley, wasn't had, it? it was yeah, Burnley, was yeah. yeah,
0: Yeah, he said he was going to I know he, he, he knows what he's doing. now. I don't think he'll walk. I think he's just using it as a almost like yeah. a, a, a vehicle to try and get a bit more transfer money because I think they've got £30 million to spend um plus plus sales. So, yeah, no Spurs players. I mean, I don't think they'll get anything at Palace. So... Remains to be seen, but just a reminder of that, it's £3 in to win a share of £450. It's a Wednesday double out of Villa versus Wolves, Palace versus Spurs. And with this, of course, please gamble aware. Right then, lads, let's touch on the FA Cup fixture on Saturday night, 8 o'clock at Anfield. It's Liverpool versus Wolves. Dave, do you play the kids or do you go full strength? What do you do? Oh, there's uh, there's 5,500 Wolves fans going up there, so big away allocation. Do you think that maybe influences Lopetegui's uh, starting
2: eleven? Um, maybe, no. but I, th- I think you, <laughs> I think you'll go full strength for everything anyway. I don't think we've got enough quality uh, to 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 go with like a second string team anyway. I think our squad is you know small enough. Yes, he can rotate, but when you rotate, you're still bringing in the likes of Aitnori who. He, could arguably start for wolves, Adama Troyore who could arguably start for Wolves. Gedez when he wants to turn up could arguably start for Wolves. So I think even if he rotates it for Wolves, it's still a strong team. Whereas for Liverpool, obviously they've got a lot of players like, you know, that they could could bring in. And I think we can be better than. Um, you know, I don't think Correct me if I'm wrong, but like historically, you know, round three, round four, Klopp's never gone with a strong team. And we played Liverpool before and had a you know second string side, so I think it's definitely a winnable game. Um, and I don't think there's any excuse for us to go weaker, to be honest. I think we should we go beat,
0: through. Did we beat him in the third round a couple of years ago? or fourth Yeah, round? that was at
2: Molyneux, yeah, uh, we we'll never yeah. scored Mignola, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we'll know what
0: team Liverpool will be putting out in the week up six, we're only at the end of it, off Klopp, yeah, um, yeah, so. <laughs> I'm sure we'll uh boom. So I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll 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 hear about that. But what about you, Finney? Are you making a journey up on on this one to stay at home? Are you going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm there. Close to your missus, um, isn't it? close to your family. It's close to your missus' family, isn't it?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, they're on the Wirral. So, um, but even though we're not we're not using that, we're just getting on Cannock Wolves again. Um, so, <laughs> seen the family over Christmas. We tick that off. That's enough, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, we're going. They, they, we, we had the option of eight, didn't we? And only took the five and a half. So, um, yeah, we managed to get four tickets. Oh, so I'll be there. I've got happy memories of the FA Cup in that um, in that away end.
0: I'm not sure where the eight allocation goes though. Because, because not above top, isn't it? The it's the top tier as well. Mm. But I don't think the top tier is there anymore. It is because oh, they're is having it, it re- redeveloped, aren't they? Mm. Or are they building over yeah. the top of it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know then. Yeah, so that was the eight before, wasn't it? Yeah, the Annie Road stand. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not too sure because I saw um, a couple of people moaning
3: about about that on Twitter. George, do you think? I mean, do you think they would have sold out that eight thousand? It's one of those things, isn't it? I, I like to think with Wolves fans, we, we're traveling numbers, don't we? So you like to think yes, but then you, you took the train strike in just after Christmas, eight o'clock mm. kickoff. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe that's why the cupboards just took the five and a half to see how that goes. And we went have to general sale on.
2: anyway, didn't it? Even at the
3: five. Oh, yeah. up, Did so. it? I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, it went to general sale, that. yeah. All oh, right. There you oh, go man. then. Mm. So, mm. and we've obviously got the uh, the Forest game on the, on the Wednesday as well, which a lot of people will be going up to as well. So people will be picking and choosing at the moment with, you know, January so I think that's probably what's going on with
0: that yeah I I agree that that Forest game for me is a is a is a bigger fiction than this one I know a lot of this will give this will give fans who don't necessarily get get too many away games because of loyalty points a chance to go and follow the boys so I mean hopefully they'll be in 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 loud 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 voices behind that goal you might have a um, was it was it the FA Cup we beat them in as well at Anfield or was it the yeah, Carabao yeah. Cup? Was the FA Cup? It was it like Diem and Corden yeah. So mm-hmm. you know you, you know stranger things have happened, but do you, uh, do you give us much of a chance, Dave? If, if even if Liverpool make those changes, which it, they probably will, I know they're getting currently getting beat at the minute. So
2: yeah, I'll give us a chance. I think in the in the cups, you know, Klopp, like you said, he'll he'll moan about it. And I think he'll tinker a little bit with the team and. You know, I'll, I'll give us a chance as long as we play a pretty strong team. But I think in terms of, um, you know, importance, I would, or, or you know, if we had to rank the games, I would rank the, the Forest game as, you know, more important than this one. Only because, one, I think it'll if, if Forest play a strong team, it will give us a good chance to sort of see where we are roughly at the minute. Because, you know, if we can beat them, I think that just gives us that little bit of a confidence boost. But also, you're into the last four of, you know, do we call it a major competition? You know, into the last four of the League Cup. So, um, you yeah, know, anything's possible then.
0: Yeah, just having a look at the Anfield Road just um, stand expansion. They have still got the upper tier, but they're building over the top of it. So, strange that they didn't have the extra 8,000. But like you said, with Jordan, the train strikes and stuff, it's, mm. That that's maybe why. Yeah. But like, yeah, Dave, with the Forest game, though, I feel like there's going to be a bit of a needle, a bit of needle between the two, because obviously the the, the graphic that Forest put out before uh, the game last time, and obviously the graphic mm. that Wolves put out and Neves put out, for me, that's, in terms of priorities, that's second on the list after the league. So I think that's going to be the bigger game, which we'll preview on next week's podcast. Chaps, moving on to the discussion point this week, and it's one that, when I saw the news break, I was, I'm not going to lie, I was pretty seething. I wasn't very happy at all. I've calmed down a little bit, trying to be a bit more measured. But uh, a story has broken a telegraph this evening, which is the 2nd of December, 2nd of January, Jesus, um, (laughs) that Mateus Nunes could be moving to Liverpool at the end of the season for a fee of around £44 million, which is around £6 million more uh, than what Wolves paid, so it looks like Wolves would be turning a six million pound profit. Remains to be seen whether George, George, Uncle George, is going to get paid out of that again, or you know Mendes getting paid twice. But Dave, what's your initial reaction to this? It's it's a bit odd, if you ask me.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm not 100 sure what, what to think. I think you're right. It's odd. It's strange. Um, strange timing that it's come it's come out now. I think. Yeah, it's it's obviously a deal that. I think we'll be done in the summer. I'd be very surprised, very, very surprised if it happened in, in January. Um, I think the fee is a little bit too low, uh, but it's obviously something that was previously agreed. You know, I think we all knew, and, and this is the, the, the thing that we've got to all accept. Um, and it, it I think we've been extremely lucky with a number of players. I've said it before, like Neves, we're very, very lucky. I think when we signed him in the Championship, we ex- accepted, right, let's get into the Premier League and then we might get squeeze a year out of him before we move him on. When 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 Nunes signed in the summer, I think we all accepted the fact that he was going to be moved on pretty quickly. I think it's just come at this time now where we've sort of started to settle down. We've got a new manager. We've got you know him sort of finally having glimpses of him playing good football that it's frustrating us i think the most frustrating thing is obviously the fee though because i think we we can squeeze a little bit more especially if he, he kicks on with his performances we, we should be able to squeeze a bit more out of liverpool
0: yeah i think you said it earlier george it's almost we've taken a low now until liverpool have the money and then they can pay us for it, it for me it, it absolutely reeks if if it happens again we're this is just speculation at the minute there's nothing well, I know the Telegraph are really reputable but yeah. until you know I'd like to hear what the likes of Liam Keane have to say about it whether the club completely shut it down because I think if there is truth in it they won't shut it down but that's essentially what's happened isn't it we've we've done Liverpool another favor
3: yeah and that's the thing you see it? it's um our have always been pretty much what Dave said really I feel we've Mendes, you know what you're getting. It's sort of if you shake hands with the devil, you're gonna get burnt sometimes um in these deals. And you know, we've had Neves, we've got Matinho for five million quid. Like there's, there's all these, you know, these pros to it, and then you're always gonna get stung the, the other way, and that's Jota going to Liverpool on Klarna. Um, <laughs> N- 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 Nunes N- Nunez coming to us and then potentially all looking like it's gonna happen there, and we've almost let him settle into English football. Help the Liverpool so they didn't have the cash to basically get the player in England, give him 12 months, then move him on. And yeah, sometimes you're gonna win with these, sometimes you're gonna lose. And it's it does stink. I'm not I'm not happy with it. I feel like I'd rather have him for another 12 months. There's a great possibility that Neves will be leaving in the summer as well. I'm so Martino. if you lose Neves, Nunes, Martinho off, retire, whatever he's gonna do, you're off well, you've lost a spine of the team and I know I said it before the pod as well, whether you rate them or not, we've lost Cody, Bolly, and Sace in one window. this season. And Rudy, mm-hmm. you know, and you're losing all these big characters from the team and that's whether you rate them or you don't rate them, there are the characters in the dressing room, there's leaders there. It, it, you know, you can't lose batches of players like this all in one go because, well, we've seen what's happened by losing three or four of them, you end up in the relegation zone and... It's in the Premier League, if you stand still, you get you get swallowed up eventually. And we're not getting we're not standing still, we're regressing. And we mm. will, you know, that's why we're in the fight we are now. Finn, how do you feel
0: about this? For for me, it's I don't I, you know, we've got to understand as Wolves fans are positioning the food chain. Um, but what I don't like is we're only gonna make six million pound profit. And, uh, another example of this is Enzo Fernandez signed for Benfica mm. for what was it about twenty million euros? They understand that he's only going to be there for twelve months. Now he's going for one hundred twenty million euros. Like it's a process. I'm happy with, but six million pound profit, which George is probably going to put straight into his back pocket. For me, is is unacceptable.
1: Yeah, like everyone said, you never feel when, when we've signed these sorts of players. I, I don't. how's it put Dave in Football Manager? It feels like all these players are unlike allowed to treat, uh, treat club as a stepping stone. Like you know that's yeah. in there, but when it's like. When it's basically a glorified loan, Liverpool have paid us £6 million, as you say, to get to get a guy used to the Premier League. And they go, thanks very much. Those sorts of ones really stink. And as you say, it, it benefits everyone apart from us, really. Mendes gets the commission twice, gets his cut twice. Works well for everyone. But us, I mean, if he'd have powered us into Europe, he'd have gone, OK, maybe wish him well. And, and he's, mm-hmm. he's done a real good job for us there. But in this situation, yeah. It, it, it's and, and the timing and it comes out when you're stuck down there and it's almost like it's been pre-planned for this guy to almost uses a little bit and as you say maybe we are in that position where we will get used we are in that position in the food chain but it just yeah as you say it just it doesn't it feels a bit dirty and we're for once we're on the receiving
0: end so I suppose we've been okay but yeah mm. this, this one's not nice. But for example if this was Brighton and they signed a player for 38 million he wouldn't be going for 44 no. he'd be going yeah. for 70 80 mm. well his, his, his performances haven't warranted that fee so it's almost like this has been completely predetermined. What would have happened hmm. if um, Nunez had come in for thirty-eight million, got ten goals and ten assists, and went for forty-four? That Faisal degree, what yeah. happens then? Yeah, what happens then? yeah. What happens then? I think it's it doesn't seem. I mean, it's still horrendous for me, but he's been pretty poor really for the money. Pay. I don't think he's been that bad, but for the money paid and the reputation he had coming in, he's been poor. It's sods law at the past couple of games where you've played him in his actual position. He's probably been one of, if not our best mm-hmm.
3: player. Um I was gonna wait. say, sorry, he's still got zero goals, zero assists for a seven. Mm-hmm. Alright, yeah. I'm I'm thinking that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No goal, no goal contributions.
2: Might have no. one assist, maybe, but I don't think I don't think he has. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: But I I don't know. Look at look at the team, it's hard to get a goal contribution. <laughs> yeah, ask ask our, our centre forward. So I'll just I just don't. I just don't get it at all. But uh, he's they, got one assist.
2: One assist. One assist.
0: Got... Mm. I maybe this explains more about the Lamina deal because uh, you know both. I've got similar attributes. I think Lamina's probably a little bit better defensively. Nunes a little bit offensively, but that same mold can go past players quite mm. quite pacey. But maybe that explains why they going back in for Lamina again. It's just. It just, it just doesn't, you know, it doesn't fill me with much hope. And I know we we moaned about, well, I moaned, well, I think we all moaned about before the before the, uh, the World Cup break about the state of the club and, you know, we, we looked like we may have potentially turned a corner, but it's obviously not, it obviously still got the same lunatics running in the asylum, Dave. It, with, with deals being sanctioned like this, it screams to me of a club who, again, don't really know what they're doing with stuff like this.
2: Yeah, but at the same time, I think we're all I think if this comes to fruition it's true, then I fully agree. But at the same time, I think and I'm not saying just us, but everyone on Twitter can get over excited about one piece of yeah. news sometimes. Like yeah, of course. you know, the the fee, it could be a load of bollocks, you know, that's just something they've said is likely. Um and Liverpool are only exploring it again. So, you know, there's a chance that Liverpool say, No, you're right, actually we're gonna leave it, you know, and and nothing's happening. So I think that's what sometimes, I mean, obviously the Telegraph are an extremely reputable source, but um, that's why when people are going straight for Matt Hobbs and straight for Jeff She, over one piece of news, I think it's a bit, a little bit unfair, but Lamina, Lamina is an interesting one. I think it'd be extremely daft for Wolves to sell Nunes and get Lamina in as a replacement, because I think in terms of quality, they're, they're nowhere near each other. Yeah. And obviously is four or five years older than what Mateus is. So um I don't know. I think we need I think we need numbers anyway, but I am gonna wait till the summer really to see what happens with this deal. But yeah, I think from reading this, it's it's frustrating at the minute.
0: When I first read the article I didn't think there was a fee involved because I saw you put the tweet out about forty-four million. I thought, nah, he's made a mistake there. I'm going to have a look because I thought it was that they signed him for thirty-eight and he was r- rising to forty-four. Rising to 44 then, I, yeah. then, I, then I reread it and I was like, oh, wolves are going to send him for forty-four. Okay, he has got it right. That's how. That's how. how shocked I was. But what's if, if this is already set in stone and it's agreed? And Nunez has come out this week and already said, like, I need to give more to the club, and which is fantastic timing. George, hmm. what's his incentive to go and play out of his skin for the rest of the season if he's got a move to Liverpool already lined up?
3: No idea. No idea. And that's sort of where, you know, I, I think with John Percy and he's 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 so reputable. Like, mm. he, you know, there's no, no smoke, there's no without, smoke fire. without fire. There there's something going on. There is something <laughs> yeah. going on. Um, so um I, I don't want to believe it. I want to discredit John Percy, but when John Percy says anything about wolves, he's pretty much nailed on the head and uh, you know. Liam Keane will put something out, you know, fairly quickly, and other people will put stuff out a couple of days later, you know. Um, so I do feel like he will be, um, you know, I think, I think there's probably truth in it. I, I don't know what I don't know what incentive there is for Nunez. If, if it's all lined up, signed, sealed, delivered, or if certain caveats are hit, it's signed, sealed, delivered. Then I don't know, but I can't see Liverpool. And again, Klopp's been moaning again today about how they haven't got any money and all this sort of stuff. Like, is it a sensible signing for Liverpool to spend? 44 million quid on a midfielder as good as we think he is and as good as his reputation was before he came to us with one goal contribution in the Premier League whether that's for Wolves or not he hasn't set the world alight and I've said it like I said again before the podcast like Liverpool the no-brainer for Liverpool is surely go out and get Jude Bellingham he's a Liverpool fan he's sort of flirting with the idea of joining Liverpool surely that's where you'd invest your money I don't get why you'd spend the money on Nunes if you've got I, Bellingham
0: th- there, but. I think they could get Bellingham this window as well because Dortmund have um, not set in the world lot this season. They've got a few money issues as well. Maybe the window that I could go and get him, but they spent like sixty million pounds on Naby Keita. This this myth that Liverpool don't spend money is is, <laughs> is just a myth. Yeah, it's just a myth. Um, but if I can all ask you whether you think Mateus Nunes be a Wolves player at the end of the season, what do you reckon, Dave? End of this season I think he will be uh, I think Start of next season
2: yeah, I don't think he'll leave Start of next season Let's be positive I'll say yes as well <laughs> As long as we're in the Premier League which yeah. I'm sure we will be Will
0: Mateus be a Wolves player to start of next season if we stop up?
3: No
1: smoke without fire No <laughs> George smoke
3: no, nah, he's gone, isn't he? He's gone, and someone's going to need to book uh, some laser tattoo removal treatment as well. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: Twitter delete, piece has already been on. So. Uh,
0: there was a there was a certain wall so I had the name escapes him, but I had a Mateus Nunes tattoo once he signed. So, oh boy, I mean, it might be still fresh enough to wipe it away. To be honest, so. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, no, it was sure. done in biro. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: oh God, it's um, as soon as we start to get a bit more positive news. We all come crashing back down to earth, don't we? But uh, moving on to the questions. So, thanks to everyone who sent in their qu- questions today on Twitter. We'll start with Andy Willis. He said, Let's not blame the ref, but do you agree we must sign an experienced centre back and right back along with another striker? Used to love Johnny, but what's happened to him? Do you think it's his injuries or confidence? So, Dave, do you think a centre back and a right back is paramount in this window and another striker?
2: I think those three positions are the, are the ones, aren't they? Yeah. Um, if we can add a cent- central midfielder as well. I think that'd be a great window, but sends off right back striker for sure. They're they're the three that Ward to be prioritizing. What do you reckon, lads? Do you think that's uh, the positions?
3: 100%. Yeah,
1: I yeah, I agree with, with Dave on those. And well, blaming the ref as well. I think I, I'd love a, a midfielder like Casemiro, who's in that sort of Fernandinho finale- oh, mold of just kicking people yeah. and and gets away with it every I mean it doesn't really fit what we've got and Neves is there, but just, it reminded me of the ref, like, he's got that Brazilian thing where you just kick him 10 times and never get booked. I think mm. we need one of those. But, I mean, yeah, it doesn't fit at the moment. But one day, that's the dream.
0: Casemiro looks about four stone overweight. Yeah. In person. And he's up- yeah. I
3: was going to say, don't move around the pitch that well, does he? he doesn't look no. like it. <laughs> it's mad, but he's, he just seems to be there, isn't he? He just seems to be in the right place. It's um, It's class. Uh, Tom Martin has
0: asked, has Matt, uh, has, has Hobbs shit the bed already saying we'd have two or three when the transfer window opened, raising expectations and not coming up with the goods? Let's not mention Enzo
2: Fernandez. <laughs> He's started already, we hasn't add, he, Dave? <laughs> add the key word to his sentence. He said, we will try, try <laughs> and get two or three more through the door. Not we will have two, one or two more, sorry. Not we will have two, one or two more. We will try. So... I think if you give him a week's grace, then fair enough. But if he gets to this time next week and couldn't you still the only signing, then that's when I start to get a bit frustrated.
0: I think it's a a naive comment of someone who's new to the job because we've yeah, seen it's a, da- it's a it's a daft thing uh, to say. Yeah. You shouldn't
2: you shouldn't put yeah. all your cards on the table but like that.
0: There'll be a, a comms process at Wolves where that'll get approved. It's not just said it in like a, a live interview. That's a statement that's gone out on the Wolves website. Mm. So I think he's made a Rod for his own back there a little bit, George.
3: Yeah, it's just a bit green, isn't it? Like I said, it's naive. Like you're coming new into a job, into a bit of turbulence where the club are at the moment in terms of bottom bottom of the the league at that time. A lot of like sort of disregard to the team, the ownership, new manager. I just think he's tr- like a, a bit of a puppy trying to please everyone in terms mm. of saying that comment, and he probably shouldn't have really and. Um, yeah, I, I think just judge it at the end of January. Really, like with all transfer windows, I know it's very cliche, but he said we'll get four or five in. That's what Laportei wants. If we do that, then everything's fine.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think, think we should judge it at the end of the window. But it's coming out and saying something like that. It's I know it's we're trying, but to even mm. suggest that, I think fans are well probably point the finger at him. I think I think, you know I still got credit in the bank, I think. Uh, more than sellers did, but
1: has he yeah, yeah, I suppose if that was just in isolation and his his little South American holiday hadn't been so well documented and it ended in nothing. I think it doesn't doesn't help. In isolation, we've heard it loads. I suppose it was more from Bruno, wasn't it? I need however many players and we never ended up with them. So we are used to it as Wolfstands. But when it's the guy actually in charge, yeah maybe a bit naive to go out and say that.
0: Hmm. Ruby has asked, "Do you think that Cunha will adapt well, and how much impact do you think he will have for the rest of the season, Jude?"
3: Um, if he's going to have an impact or not, I don't want to sit on the fence, but you don't know. Like, like I say, some take some players take to the league like a duck to water. Some take a bit of time, and that's the same with Guedes. I think Guedes is probably going to have a good second half of the season. Um, so we couldn't yet. Yeah, I'm not too sure um, if you will or not, but. He's got in terms of actually having an impact, it can't be any worse than what we've seen. So it's one he can't really lose, really. Um I think all that we want to see is a bit of endeavour, a bit of pace, a bit of flair, and someone just put the ball in the back of the net. If he does a few of them things, then we're laughing, really. So
0: <laughs> more so the latter plays, that'd be
3: fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that'd be grand. Ta- yeah, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> what do you reckon? Chaps you think he'll have much
0: of an impact? I I I think he's gonna he, he's gonna have a like a similar player to Jota. Not as good, but Watching him play, he's very tenacious, strong on the ball. Hopefully, he can put the ball in the net. What do you reckon?
2: Hope so. Yeah, I feel like George, you know, we've 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 had it a little bit too often where we've got these players that are coming in and almost it's taking them a little bit too long to get used to the league. Uh, it's obvious they're talented players. I think you can put tri- players like Trincao in that in that department. Vitinha is an obvious one as well, where there's obviously quality there, but not not sort of settled into England um, and English football enough. Um, and that's maybe why Lopetegui's, you know, apparently looking for Premier League experience players this January. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that he'll he'll do the business. Um, seen, I, I don't know if you boys have seen the behind the scenes video as well, but he yeah, speaks man. loads of different languages, you know, and just little things like that. Hopefully it will get him sort yeah. sort of make England feel like home a lot sooner.
0: He seems like someone, uh, if you compare it to Gwendes, you look at his... Um, arrival video. I know he doesn't speak English, but he seems quite shy, quite timid. Mm-hmm. Whereas Cunha just seems like he takes everything in his stride. And we'll, uh, a, a bloke who hasn't been playing fantastic this season, but still he's oozing confidence around the place from, from what from what you know. It's only a short snippet, but hopefully that's um, that's trans- that carried on onto his performances on the pitch. Um, Adrian has asked, Do we stick with Matinho? Um, I'm not sure whether he means uh, in the starting level or at the end of the season, but I'll um, I'll, I'll ask both. Dave, do you think Martinho should should be you know used as a use a lot for, until
2: the end of the season, and what do you do at the end of the season with him? I think he's still got the quality to play for us, no doubt. I mean, like I said earlier, I'd prefer probably to see the midfield three: Nunes, Neves, and Bubakar. But I thought I thought Martinho was all right against United as well. But beyond this season, I don't know. I think it'll be really interesting. I think there'll be a massive transformation in our team, regardless of what division that we're in next year. Because I think Costa will probably go. You probably, I think you probably let matinho go as well, if I'm completely honest. But I think it'll be one of those situations where if matinho comes out in like February, March saying, look, I'm going to retire. Wolves will be like, Ah, good. So we don't yeah. actually have to feel obliged to decision. give him a contract, almost, because I think there's enough quality there to give him a contract. But I think it's just one of those awkward situations where I don't really think they'll they'll want to release him. So
0: mm. probably
2: got another year left with him at Roma.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. Yeah, somewhere like that. So, you you boys got any more thoughts on that?
1: No. No, yeah, I don't mind if he if he does do that, as you say, Matt. But I, he has looked a little bit better in that more advanced role, really. I didn't think I'd want to see it, but now I've seen it, it's not too, too bad. But yeah, probably
0: part ways mm. at the end of the season. Um Amar's music show has asked so far what is your impressions of Lopeteghi's strengths and weaknesses as a manager? I personally think it's too early to say. We've seen the strengths of his in-game management against Everton where he subs changed the game, but then you've also seen it against United, where I know it was probably enforced with some made booking, but changed the game, because, you know, Johnny came on, so, I don't know about you lads, but I think it's probably a little bit too early to say that.
3: Yeah, I, my only thing with it is that it obviously worked at Everton, and for me, it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like, although Man United decided to have a bit more on the board, it didn't feel like the right time to go to a five, either. I feel like it just worked at Everton, so we did the same again. That would be my yeah. only thing. It didn't, it didn't feel situational. It just felt like it was right. It worked there, so I'm going to do it again. So, yeah, I'll probably do the same again at Villa. hoping for the same result. Um, <laughs> that would be my only thing so far. But like I say, it's far too early to tell what I know and what I've seen of him I like. So, just keep, yeah, stick with him and see what happens.
0: Um, and Wolf, Josh, the final question has asked, which first team player would you have a scrap with and why? I'll go to you first though, because <laughs> I think you've probably got a good idea in your head. <laughs> Do I? Um, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: I think I'm gonna take him actually saying that now. Um, <laughs> you know I saw that question earlier. What do you I mean by I that? <laughs> 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 We're not bringing the Sean Dye string back again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was thinking earlier, I, was like, I don't know, I think they'll batter me to be fair, but yeah, for blocking me on Twitter, it's probably gonna be Daniel Pudence. Yeah, Do yeah, you could beat him, yeah. I think you know. I think he's got something about him, but I think I, I think I do me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Finn,
0: so. I'd like to see you fight Kaleidosic. Yeah, that would be power. yeah. It, like, like the videos of those
1: that. two giraffes like swinging the net. <laughs> <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> Pedenz, Pedenz would be equally as funny. Was it? Kind of, did you see that Conor McGregor tweet when he about Hasbulla? Where he was like, I wonder how far I could kick him. Yeah, <laughs> <That'd be laughs> you do that with Pudence uh, Yeah, I want a, one of those two. Or take both. Yeah, a little and large. I'll do him.
2: I back Finn back. against Kaleidzic as well because uh, he's, he's too nice. He, I wouldn't want to hit him. He's injured he's, as well, so like, he might have a chance. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> good
1: point. Yeah, he can't run away. But just imagine that little, hi, I'm Sasha. Nice to meet you. To Shut up, lad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> George,
0: who, who, who would you want to take on and why?
3: I don't know. I think it'd have to be me and Nathan Collins in like a, uh, a tag team, table ladders chair, a table ladders right, chair. Right, right. right, right, right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, I don't know. We, we might take on um, I don't know. I might, I might take on Jeff Shee and Matt Hobbs in a triple threat match.
2: Oh, oh wow. Handicap match, I reckon.
3: Matt Hobbs is
0: quite a big fellow, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's a tank man.
3: Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, bigger they are, the harder the fall.
2: Four oh, played, oh, four <laughs> what about you, Matt? I'd probably say Fabio Silva. <laughs> Battle of the Shitty haircuts. or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <I'm joking>. <laughs> <laughs> Just because,
0: um, <laughs> well, we spoke to him before we uh, went over to watch him play and, oh, yeah. and didn't give us his shirt. I mean, they had lost and he made it very clear that he couldn't give his shirt away, but the fact that we went over there and, and even messaged yeah, us it's... afterwards and still wouldn't send us one, so... Yeah, fucking sit on this Fabio toss it. <laughs> 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 um but nah,
2: he's
0: um I, I completely understand. They just they got uh battered. Didn't they? Who was it, Standard Age they played? Nah, Charleroi, wasn't it? Oh yeah, Charlotte, well, that was it, and um yeah. the fans weren't happy, were they? Yeah. They weren't happy and he, he had a stinker <laughs> as well. But um that's it for today's podcast. Lads, I've um I've enjoyed that. There's a a lot to go for there. I'm glad we spoke about Nunes. I'm I'm glad the news broke before the podcast rather than (laughs) after. But just a a reminder about the BetMate pot. £3 in to win a share of £450. And it's a Wednesday double head-up. Villa versus Wolves and Palace versus Spurs. Of course, with all that, please
2: gamble aware. Dave, where can people find you should they wish to follow you, mate? Um, very quickly, talks have just come out. Breaking news Wolves have no plans to sell Nunes in January. Um, yeah, uh, Dave has a party Twitter and Instagram, yeah, and LinkedIn if you want.
0: They may as well have come out and said Wolves have no plans to sell Mateus Nunes between Feb and March, yeah, which yeah. says <laughs> yeah. the same thing. Mm. Finn, where can people find you should they wish? I've also enjoyed the uh, the vlogs coming back as well, mate. Not just forget Thank three you. Yeah, points.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah I enjoyed the it, one. The yeah. one as they, when they go in normally when it's one nil, I'm like, right, yeah sounds no video. Um mm. and then there was that start where we hadn't scored after like the fifty-sixth minute. So I really didn't think there'd be anything happening, but chuck one together. Um but yeah, Finn as F I N E Double R Z, uh YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Um I have no plans to uh, to upload whenever we lose, uh, to quote talk sports. So uh so yeah, hopefully a few more videos <laughs> the
3: rest
0: Hopefully, of the mate. season. Hopefully,
3: George, where can people find you? Should they wish to follow you, mate? Um Jordan Seven on Twitter and Instagram. You built
0: quite and... a following on, on on Twitter now, haven't you? You you know you follow us well, no,
3: well I did, but then I, I told you like a while ago I had that random like well I feel like a bit of a cyber attack where some guy from Indonesia tried to take my profile, so <laughs> shut up. So I think I've got a lot of bots there, but if people want to follow me, it'd be great that'll be fun (laughs) (laughs) so i've got i've got fans but i haven't got many fans i think that's yeah don't follow dave he's got enough followers
0: he don't need anymore I we also can't change our appearance on twitter because we'll lose our legacy blue ticks so if you change your profile picture or your header no don't change our pictures yeah yeah yeah. so i'm 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 just glad that my well, my, my header is Dave as well. So,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wonder let's if, up, like, if we, change, we don't it fall out. Like, <laughs> change it and like DM them, and then you get the tick and it says, like, official Twitter account there. You're no, sort of it scared. says
0: that it has to go through a process of approval again, but you know, they're just going to um, disapprove it, yeah. reject it, That's probably a better lot. term. Yeah, we're now legacy verified accounts. It may or may not be notable. We are definitely not notable. Just, <laughs> just put it out there. Um, but if you want to follow a legacy verified Twitter account, you can follow M Cooper Wright, which is me. Um, and you can follow Talking Walls across all socials, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, the most important one, LinkedIn. We've had a few new um, uh, follows this week. So thank you very much. Um, but yeah, if you have liked the video, let us know down below. Uh, If you're new here, subscribe and until next time, take care.